This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Mayor Adams vows that migrant kids won't have to change schools, but hedges. It's Thursday, October 19th, and this is your New York Daily News. Thursday's forecast calls for mostly sunny skies in New York City with a high near 67 and a low near 60. Before today's top story, New York City will no longer be limiting the number of Uber, Lyft, and other rideshare cars on the road, as long as the new cars are electric. The lifting of restrictions on the number of taxi and limousine commission license plates issued to drivers working for Lyft, Uber, or other rideshare companies comes as part of the Adams administration's goal of a fully electric or wheelchair-accessible rideshare fleet by 2030. We are making history, making a big, bold step toward the city's electric future, Mayor Eric Adams said. Under the so-called Green Rides initiative, the city will gradually mandate that Uber and Lyft dispatch a greater percentage of electric vehicles until 2030, when every non-wheelchair-accessible rideshare ride will be required to be an EV. And Harlem's first legal cannabis dispensary finally opened its doors Wednesday after getting swept up for months in a statewide battle over New York's legal weed rollout. Gotham Buds on West 125th Street joins the handful of legal, state-licensed dispensaries now open in New York City. Previously barred from opening under a court-ordered injunction, the shop right across the street from the Apollo Theater was finally given permission to open after a judge signed off on an exemption order. It's been a long road for owners Omar Tejada, Gregory Gray, and Jeffrey Lopez, who have been caught in a legal nightmare. Their plans for the shop came to a halt in August after Albany Supreme Court Justice Kevin Bryant ruled that no more pot shops could open until a legal battle over the legality of the state's legal cannabis market rollout was resolved. At first, 23 shops, including Gotham Buds, were granted an exemption to the injunction, but within days of that ruling, and after the they had rescheduled a grand opening, the decision was reversed. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Mayor Adams offered inconsistent statements Tuesday when speaking about whether migrant children would have to relocate to different schools once they and their families face removal from city homeless shelters after 60 days under a new rule. In an effort to address the worsening migrant crisis in New York City, Adams announced Monday that his administration would remove families with children from shelters after 60 days stays to pressure them into finding other accommodations in the hope of alleviating pressure on the city's shelter system. The new measure, which was first reported by the Daily News, almost immediately drew criticisms from advocates who called it inhumane and said it would wreak havoc on migrant kids who need more stability in their lives, not less. 
Adams' reassurances Tuesday that the kids' school situations will be taken care of evolved over the course of his City Hall press conference, making it unclear how things will play out for them in the coming months. We're not going to have those children change schools, he said when first asked about their fate, adding that critics like the Legal Aid Society should come up with some tangible ideas. Later in the briefing, Adams offered what appeared to be a materially different response when asked a similar question on the policy, which seemed to leave the door open to kids potentially having to change schools. No child will have their education interrupted, the mayor said. That's the top line. When asked to clarify the statements, an Adams spokesman said they're not mutually exclusive and that the administration intends to ensure migrant children's schooling is uninterrupted while also making sure they remain in the same schools. Adams and his administration have been struggling for months to deal with the steady flow of migrants to the city since last year. On Tuesday, the mayor said the city has been getting 4,000 migrants coming in per week on average and has noted repeatedly over the last several weeks that the crisis will cost taxpayers approximately $12 billion by 2025. To manage the crisis, Adams is pushing in state court to suspend decades-old provisions guaranteeing the right to shelter to anyone who requests it and has begun instituting time limits around how long migrants can stay in city shelters until they're forced to find another option or reapply to continue to remain in city care. That rule initially only applied to single adults and allowed for 60-day stays until migrants would have to begin the process anew. That time frame was recently reduced to 30 days for single adults, and on Monday, the city officially expanded the program to families with children and required that they adhere to a 60-day time frame. The crisis has clearly vexed Adams, causing him at times to lash out at critics and calling on them to step up and do more to find solutions to the problem. That pattern continued Tuesday when Adams called on the Legal Aid Society and other advocates to come up with ideas. Criticism is not an idea, he said. In a joint statement, Legal Aid and the Coalition for the Homeless pushed back on Adams' comments, saying they've had constant communications with Adams' team on solutions City Hall can pursue to meet the needs of new arrivals. We've detailed our proposals ad nauseum, in private meetings, in court, and publicly in numerous press releases, statements, media interviews, press conferences, social media posts, and everywhere possible, the group said. The mayor can live in whatever reality he wants, but for anyone with eyes to see, the truth is that we have worked with both the city and the state diligently and consistently to identify practical and tangible solutions. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.